This is Brain Diet, episode 165, Autoimmune Nutrition Basics. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. If you haven't reviewed this podcast yet, I would be so appreciative if you would do so. It's really easy. You just scroll down and you pick how many stars you think this show is, and then you just click it. You don't even have to write a review. I would appreciate and be so grateful for a written review, but you don't even have to do that. If you just go down and click on the stars, it will leave a review. And the more reviews I'm able to get, the more I'm able to reach people. And so if you haven't, I would be so appreciative. I know I have a lot of podcasts and that I listen to regularly. And when I love them, I just go and hit the stars because I'm like, it it helps. I like this. This could be helpful to someone else. And even one review makes a difference. So if you haven't, I would be so grateful. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. No big deal. Just thought I'd put it out there. Another thing that I want to put out there is this episode's coming out on Friday, April 28th. So if you are listening on the 28th or the 29th, then there are two more days to get $12 off of the 21 day challenge that's called eat better, feel better, how to kickstart your autoimmune nutrition. It retails for $39, but because I'm launching it for the first time, you can get $12 off by using code early bird 12 up until April 30th. So if you're able to listen to this and check that out and decide it's something that you want to do in the next two days after this comes out, then be sure to check it out. And if not, that's fine too. I just wanted to remind you if you were thinking about it and if you'd forgotten that the code earlybird12 will get you $12 off of this new challenge that I have created that I'm really excited to be introducing. Today, what I am sharing with you is an overview of the way that I approach autoimmune nutrition basics. Now, I'm not your doctor and I'm not going to pretend to be either, But I believe that some of these things can work in tandem with whatever you are doing with your clinical team, or if someone else you know has an autoimmune condition, whatever they are doing, these types of things are very helpful to incorporate for most of the population. And so I am sharing with you kind of some of the fundamentals that I recommend, that I'm so passionate about, and that I think are useful for people, especially with autoimmune conditions. And actually, a lot of these things are applicable to anyone in general. But when it comes to autoimmune management, these things are really helpful. And actually, if you want, you can get a free download that goes right along with this episode. So if you are wanting to write some of the things down that I talk about in this episode, you can just get the free download. If you go to taylorandmacy.com slash basics, I will also have that linked in the show notes. So if you want a download of everything that I talk about today of the autoimmune nutrition basics and how to implement them, you can get that free download there that goes right along with what I'm going to share today. When it comes to nutrition and health, I really like to simplify certain types of things. And there are other areas in my life that I don't like to simplify. I like things to be really complicated. Like when it comes to makeup, for example, I love to have makeup be intricate and to take time and to have lots of products. I know some people hate that, but for me, I love when it's overcomplicated doing makeup. That's really fun for me. I also love 
to cook. Cooking and baking are something, things that I just love that I really enjoy doing. And sometimes I really enjoy when something is a little bit complicated because it challenges me. Sometimes it kind of expands my palate of things that I'm willing to try. And so that those things in my life are areas that oftentimes I really like to be overcomplicated just because it's something that I'm passionate about. However, when it comes to other areas, specifically nutrition and health, I like it to be as simple as possible. And at least for me, this is because I feel like my brain is able to handle everything much easier when it's just simple. I've gone through the days of my life where I was trying to do, you know, the next trendy diet and the really specific and strict certain something or other when it came to health. And it just didn't really work for me. And it might work for you and that's okay. But if you're like me, then when it comes to like long-term wellness and really how to feel better every day for long-term, then I like it to be simple. I like it to be easy to not have to think about it too much and to have it be accessible. I also, in the spirit of helping our body have advantages to fight disease, whether it's autoimmune or viral or otherwise, it's really useful to have simple basics to apply to give yourself those types of advantages. I also like getting as much bang for your buck as possible. I like simple things that then have a big effect. So for example, like one glass of lemon water is simple, but does it really do much in the long game? Probably not. If you enjoy it, that's great. But people make a lot of claims about what it does and it just isn't really quite quite what it's touted to be online. On the other hand, sometimes there are things that are just way overcomplicated and it's not sustainable enough for the long game. Like a lot of times in the health and fitness and nutrition world, it's like, avoid all of these things, but eat these things. Don't eat too many of these, but you can eat some of these, but also don't eat after 7.01 PM, but don't eat before 11.59 AM and juice all of your vegetables and only drink bone broths and so on. And it's just, there are all these rules, if you will, that can feel overwhelming and like it gets complicated. And then there's still not a lot of payoff. Like sometimes the simple things don't have a payoff like the lemon water and sometimes the complicated things don't feel like they have a payoff because either they're not sustainable enough or it's just things that don't really do anything, right? I think there are a lot of those, unfortunately, where it's like people say, this is the secret to whatever. And it's like, well, not quite. So what I've done today is I've categorized autoimmune nutrition basics into four different categories and Again, you can get that free download if you go to taylorandmacy.com slash basics. And the categories that I use for autoimmune nutrition are things to prioritize, things to add, things to avoid, and things not to do. Now hear me out before you think this already sounds too complicated. I think you might be surprised by what I'm going to share today because it really is simple. So this is kind of the baseline foundation that I think everyone can benefit from with all these basics. So category number one, prioritize. So I have a few things to prioritize when it comes to autoimmune nutrition. The first is mindful eating. Mindful eating 
essentially just meaning we are being present while we are eating. It affects our digestion. If we're paying attention, it affects how we feel physically, right? If we are responding to our body in a healthy way, it can affect our weight because if we're eating mindlessly or if we're eating emotionally, then sometimes we can consume more calories and that can lead to weight gain. Mindful eating can also influence our hormones, the hormones that tell our brain that relay the message, hey, we're hungry, hey, we're full. And so it's a really powerful tool to utilize that's very simple and can be kind of difficult. And I have episodes on on that, how to kind of make peace with the discomfort, but it's a worthwhile effort, right? It's something that has a long-term trade-off in a way that something like lemon water probably doesn't. Eating mindfully is a very important thing to prioritize in order to help yourself be present with your body and know how to nourish it. How you do this is you eliminate distractions. You eliminate your phone. You eliminate, you know, anything else that might get in the way. If possible, you eat slowly and you chew your food. Pretty simple, right? It doesn't have to be too complicated. And it can be difficult because we're used to getting like dopamine from food and dopamine from our phone and even dopamine from other people. Or we might feel like we're numbing out. And so we like to to have other distractions for that reason. And so it can be a little bit uncomfortable because we're being so present and that's okay to feel that way. There's nothing wrong if you're trying to be mindful and it's a little bit uncomfortable. Just be willing to be a little bit uncomfortable, to own that, to be like, yeah, this is kind of hard and that's okay. I can just sit here for another minute. I can take another couple bites. It's okay. And the more you do this, the better you'll get at it. The next thing to prioritize is sleep quality. This is what I think is the secret sauce to health which of course there are so many different elements to that, but this is something that is underrated, sleep quality. The reason for this is that your sleep influences your growth and stress hormones. So if you're not getting enough of it, or at least it's not consistent, then it can influence different hormones in your body. And if you have an autoimmune condition, those hormones and stress hormones specifically are very, they they play a role. And so it's important to do your best to manage them in whatever way you can. And one of those ways to do that is through getting good quality sleep. It influences your blood pressure and your heart health. Your sleep influences your appetite, your energy levels. It influences your immune system. Okay, if you have a compromised immune system, then you got to do all you can to make sure that what you've got left that's working in your favor is working in your favor. And sleep quality is one of those things. It also influences your um, ability to recover, right? So recover from the daily tasks of the day, as well as any injury you might have in your body from an autoimmune condition. It's very important to get good sleep. And how you do this is by having the same bedtime and the same wake time within about an hour every day. Your body operates on a circadian rhythm and when it can have a reliable one, then it's able to maximize the time and use it to do those intended processes that work so well in our favor. Sun exposure in the morning is also great, again, to reinforce that circadian rhythm to help our our body know, hey, it's time to be awake. It's time to function as an awake person and not do those reparative processes. And then limiting screens before bed and light exposure before bed, the same applies here is this allows our body to downregulate a little bit and say, okay, now is the time that I know we will have space to be able to rest and repair from all of what we've been going through, whether just on a day-to-day basis or in a more chronic illness realm. The next thing to prioritize is steps. Walking, my friends, walking. Walking influences stress levels, your circulation, your absorption of nutrients from your food. It influences your mood. It influences your digestion. Just walking. So how do you accomplish walking in order to reap the benefits from it? Doing it outside if possible, 
It doesn't have to be outside, but that fresh air, again, sun exposure is a great thing. But the aim is for eight to 10,000 steps a day. Now, I have many people in my world who might not have the mobility to be able to take steps. And if that's the case, being outside is the first thing to do. And then another great alternative just to get some oxygenation in the body is breath work. I did an episode with Jen Coles a couple episodes ago about the power of breath work. And that is a great way to simply utilize breathing in order to oxygenate your body in a similar fashion to what walking can do. So steps is the third thing to prioritize in that first category. Now I'm moving on to the second category of what to add. What do you add into your life in order to better your autoimmune nutrition? First, water. Water, drinking water, enough of it, it influences your satiety, meaning helping you feel full. It has a really substantial influence on your digestion, on your brain function, on your skin health, on energy levels. Water is really powerful and oftentimes underutilized. So the goal is to drink half your body weight in ounces plus 15 ounces if you have exercised or worked out. Another way that I like to look at water is if I'm not getting quite enough of it, then just every time I grab my mug, I swallow eight times. It gets me drinking a little bit more and it makes it easier to kind of reach the goal of half my body weight in ounces. Water is a game changer. Next is protein. I have been talking a lot about protein on the podcast recently and making sure we get enough of it is vital for autoimmune health. This is because protein is its job in the body is one of its jobs is to repair tissue, repair damaged tissue. And if we have tissue that's been damaged, even if it's by our own systems, we need the resources to be able to fuel it as efficiently as possible. And protein is something that is very important for that. Protein also helps regulate hunger levels. It protects your muscles, your lean mass, which we want to protect. We want those as long as we can. It helps you have better moods and you burn more calories when you eat protein. It requires the most calories to digest out of all of the macronutrients, which is super cool. So what I recommend for people if they are looking to get more of it is just to aim for a palm size serving of protein at every meal. And even to look at maybe what you normally eat, how much protein, and you already know that you like, and then just double it the next time, the next day, because that way you can just increase it and you don't have to change too much. You don't really have to buy anything different. You know, you'll like it. And it's a great way just to get more protein. It's just double the serving of what you already know you like and eat regularly. There are different recommendations for what people should shoot for for protein. And of course, it depends on your dieting history, how much protein you're currently consuming. But I've given this recommendation on the podcast before is just to start with aiming for 100 grams a day. And if you are eating three to four times a day and eating about a palm sized serving, if not a little bit larger, then typically you will land in that range of 100 grams in a day. And if you are a little bit more experienced with paying attention to the macronutrients that you're eating, then Sometimes anywhere in the realm of 0.8 to one gram of, uh, per pound of body weight is a great place to start. Again, it doesn't have to be exact. It doesn't have to be perfect, but getting more in the body is very, very important for everybody's general health, but also specifically those with autoimmune conditions for the sake of repair. The third thing to add into a diet is more fiber. Now, again, if you're getting adequate fiber, don't add more, but the goal is just to get enough and fiber 
is important for blood sugar regulation. It aids in satiety, and it's really important in modulating your gut bacteria. It's really great for gut health. When you have that prebiotic fiber that's coming into your body, it does a lot of really important work in the digestive tract. And if people have digestive issues, then fiber can be an important part of healing. Now I say that with the caveat, if you have a flared up digestive tract currently, sometimes adding more fiber can aggravate a flare. So follow your doctor's guidance, of course, but just keep in mind that overall, in order to strengthen your gut and to repair a gut, uh, if there's been damage done and to kind of modulate that gut bacteria, fiber can be very, very useful. The FDA recommends 20 to 25 grams a day for women, 30 to 35 grams a day for men. There are a lot of lists online of high fiber foods check those out, find ones you like, and then just start eating more of those. We don't have to change a ton of things. You don't have to even add a ton of things. Just find what you already like and then just eat more of that. Category three is what to avoid. If you have an autoimmune condition, a chronic illness, the basics of what to avoid are going to be whatever it is that you need to for your specific condition. (laughs) So if you have something um, like celiac, which is obviously something that where you cannot tolerate gluten, thus you cannot eat it. That's a very clear, okay, don't eat this type of thing. But when it comes to more of the nuanced conditions where it's not as clear cut what it is that you need to avoid, if you don't know what you need to be eliminating, that's okay. Before you start to eliminate all of the things, I recommend implementing all of the other basics first. So the things that I've shared about adding and prioritizing, add in all of those and work on consistency with those things before eliminating the things, unless you know for sure that you need to, right? I think sometimes our first line of defense is just to remove things and that can be really useful, right? Elimination diets are really important and there can be things in our food that are triggering flares and things like that. But sometimes it isn't 100% necessary. And so before you do that, implement the other things. And then if it's necessary, start to work through uh, elimination diets, some of the more anti-inflammatory diets, things along those lines. The reason for this is I like to add more often than I subtract. I think that at least for me, it's a little bit easier when I do it this way. I feel like it's a little bit more sustainable and I don't feel as deprived. And I'm able to do a lot of really good I'm able to achieve a lot of like change and help for myself and with my clients when we can get some of these basics really nailed down. So avoid whatever you need to if you already know. And if you don't, work on the other basics first and then move into the space of eliminating some of the common trigger foods in the autoimmune world that typically are things like gluten, dairy, sugar, and so on and so forth. Not that those things are bad again, but sometimes they can be inflammatory for certain people. And so if you need to eliminate those, that is perfectly fine. Just work on the basics first. At least this is what I teach. And then if you have difficulty following through with what it is you need to avoid, then I recommend seeking support, right? If you're trying to avoid these things and it's just too difficult, you probably need some type of outside support, whether it's through a coach or even a therapist. It's important that you support yourself mentally as you are eating food because everyone's experience of food is dependent upon what they're thinking internally. The food itself doesn't make someone good or bad or happy or sad. What's happening is a mental game inside and that needs to be paid attention to. So be sure you have the support there. The last category is don't the things that you should not do when it comes to autoimmune nutrition. The first thing to not do 
is don't beat yourself up about your condition. I don't know if the rest of the world is like me, but sometimes my brain wants to go down the road of like, what's wrong with you? You could have done so much better. Your body's terrible, doing an awful job. This sucks. You're so lazy, right? (laughs) This is what my brain wants to tell me about me and my condition and the things that kind of come as a result of it. And it's okay that our brain does this because it's just sometimes a natural inclination. We don't need to blame ourselves for thinking and feeling this way. But just for the sake of our own mental health and caring for yourself in a kind way, there's really no upside to beating yourself up about your condition. I recommend instead shifting and attempting to be proud of yourself and your body and all of the things that it does do, all of the ways that it does work in your favor. The next thing to not do when it comes to autoimmune nutrition is don't go to unnecessary extremes. So this comes back to some of the elimination approaches can be very extreme. There are times for that. I I don't want to discount that. However, I think sometimes people use that as their first line of defense when in reality they could do, they could make a lot more progress by going about it a different way. It's unique to everybody, but oftentimes extremes just aren't necessary. And so don't go to those unnecessary extremes first, work on the other basics and create some consistency with those before you start to get more specific, more nuanced and more extreme, if you will. And the last thing to not do is don't do it alone. When you are going through something in your health, there are physical implications, mental implications, and emotional implications, not to mention that it's often isolating, especially if you have a more rare condition. And so whatever it is you are dealing with, don't do it alone. Either find a community or hire a coach to be able to give you some guidance, some accountability, some support, some knowledge. So be sure to support yourself with a team just as you would medically. So those are all of the autoimmune nutrition basics. Now, everything that I've shared today does kind of play into this eat better, feel better, how to kickstart your autoimmune nutrition 21 day challenge. What a tongue twister all that is. It all does play into that. So if you liked what I've talked about today, and you can also get the free download at taylorandmacy.com slash basics. But if you like this and you're like, you know what, I want to try to start implementing these things, then do sign up for this 21 day challenge and use the code early word 12 if you're able to before April 30th so that you can get $12 off. You can get it a little bit cheaper and you get the challenge and you can read all about this on my website if you have more questions. But otherwise, autoimmune nutrition can be so powerful just by implementing certain basic principles that I've shared here today. Try implementing those. See what it does. And it's not going to be an immediate, obvious effect. Some of it will be, but others of it kind of just takes time and be patient with the process. Your body's working hard and it's doing so many things in your favor. And you can also do some great deal of things for your body to also help it work in your favor. Your body is amazing. I love you. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. 
On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.